This is 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV for Tuesday, October 31st, 2023. I'm Derek Gilbert. Topic number five today, Americans as human shields. Joe Biden's national security advisor, Jake Sullivan, was a guest on CBS uh, Sunday program, Face the Nation. He was asked by host Margaret Brennan if the Biden administration knows anything about the fate of the five to 600 American citizens who were in Gaza when hostilities broke out on October 7th. By hostilities, that's a kind of a nice way of saying when Hamas terrorists brutally attacked and murdered innocent uh, Israeli civilians. Well, Sullivan said that, yes, the Biden administration has reached out on a daily basis to a number of those known to be in Gaza and that they are in contact with them. As far as they know, they're still alive. They're still trying to get out. But then he added this. And the challenge right now, Margaret, is that the Egyptians are prepared to let Americans and other foreign nationals out of Gaza. The Israelis have no issue with that. But Hamas is preventing their departure and making a series of demands. I, I will repeat what Sullivan said. Hamas is preventing their departure and making a series of demands, end quote. It sounds like Hamas is using Americans as hostages and human shields, although Sullivan didn't put it that way. In fact, he went great pains not to say it that way, but that's in reality what exactly is going on here. Now, what the Biden administration will do about that still remains to be seen, although again, we've got two carrier strike groups and thousands of soldiers that are now in the Eastern Mediterranean. We'll see and we pray that things do not escalate with the uh, bellicose words of Turkey's President Recep Tayyip Erdogan and uh, the rioting that took place in the Russian province of Dagestan, majority Muslim, uh, things look like it could spiral and involve, well, as we've been saying, a, uh, <laughs> enough nations to call this World War III in the very near future. Anyway, there's been a lot of speculation floating around the web, especially amongst those of us who um, don't believe the official narrative. Those of us who are old enough to recognize now that the official narrative coming from government spokesmen is almost always the story they want us to believe rather than the truth. There's been speculation that perhaps because of the, uh, the vaunted prowess of the uh, Israel Defense Forces, of Mossad, supposed to be one of the best intelligence agencies on the planet, Israel's internal security force, Shin Bet, that there's no way they could have been caught so completely unprepared on October 7th that therefore it must have been an inside job. That somebody in Israel either wanting to take down Benjamin Netanyahu or perhaps Netanyahu and his inner circle themselves trying to gin up support, political support, by uniting the country behind him as he goes to war with Hamas. I would suggest that those theories are just not thought through. Consider this. There are members of Benjamin Netanyahu's cabinet who asked about who's responsible for this failure have not exactly given Netanyahu a ringing endorsement. They recognize that there is a political price that's going to be paid for this after the war is over. And um, they're not wanting to hitch themselves too closely to Netanyahu because it's very possible he will take the fall, the one responsible, uh, when, when all is said and done. Now, if this had been a false flag attack for which Netanyahu was responsible, don't you think Netanyahu's political enemies, of which there are many, would be saying so right now? Where are those claims in the Israeli media? As the Israeli media does not like Netanyahu any more than the American media liked Donald Trump. I haven't seen any of those claims. 
By the same token, if Benjamin Netanyahu thought that somehow someone inside his government opened the gates for Hamas to make him look bad, don't you think he would move heaven and earth to find out who's responsible and make it very public, knowing that his political career, his future is on the line? Where are those claims in the Israeli media or on social media? I haven't seen any of that either. I think as the old, well, as the biblical saying goes, pride goeth before a fall. I think the Israelis became complacent, too reliant on their superior military and technology and got caught flat-footed by a low-tech attack from an enemy that is more brutal than many of them remembered. Topic number four, moving on. The economy here in the United States, real estate basically frozen. Mortgage rates continue to rise. They're getting close to 8%, even as purchase demand for new homes or you know, pre-existing homes sputters. Freddie Mac, one of the government quasi-governmental mortgage agencies, reported last Thursday the average rate for a 30-year fixed mortgage is now 7.79%. That's up from 7.08% a year ago. Um, usually rates go up when demand is high. It's law of supply and demand. High demand increases prices, um, but here, not so much. We've got high rates and virtually no demand. Freddie Mac chief economist Sam Cater said in a statement, purchasing activity has slowed to a virtual standstill. Housing affordability in the United States is at its worst level since the 1980s. Things are so bad, the Biden administration is now offering free money to American cities to help them convert empty office buildings into housing. Since the COVID lockdowns, and since many of us realized we don't need to go to an office anymore, we can work remotely, um, office vacancies are at all-time highs in America's cities. So this new initiative, announced Friday morning, involves the Departments of Housing and Urban Development and the Department of Transportation, along with the General Services Administration, the Office of, Man- Office of Management and Budget. They're trying to uh, address both the national shortage of affordable housing and the national surplus of office space. According to Transportation Secretary Pete Buttigieg, some $35 billion is now available from the federal government to lend developers willing to make these conversions. That sounds like a great idea. We've got too much space of this type. Let's convert it into space of this type. Two problems solved. Except you've got to convince people who've moved out of cities to move back into cities. And I don't think that is going to be as easy as they would like to think. That leads to topic number three, safer streets in California. I told you yesterday about the FBI raiding the safer streets program in Baltimore because it appears that at least one of those offices had been infiltrated and taken over by a gang <laughs> using taxpayer money to essentially control the streets of Baltimore. Uh, one of the cities that is emptying out as people flee for rural America. In Los Angeles, Safer Streets has made it nearly impossible for police to get sex workers off the streets. The New York Post reported over the weekend that a 40-block era of uh, area of Figueroa Boulevard, 40 blocks, that's like a five-mile stretch of Figueroa Boulevard in South Los Angeles, sees hundreds of prostitutes, some of them barely out of their teens, according to the Post, And I'd be willing to bet if they did some digging, they'd find that many of them were not, in fact, out of their teens. Walking the streets all hours of the day since Governor Gavin Newsom passed the controversial Safer Streets for All Act, which decriminalized loitering with the intent to work as a prostitute back in January. 
According to one source talking to the New York Post, before this type of activity only happened at night, but now it's 24-7. You can drive by at 2 p.m. and see it. Families drive by and see 10 girls on the corner, prophylactics on the ground. Basically, hundreds of barely dressed women walking around the neighborhood offering their services in broad daylight. More proof that when government passes a law, its intended effect is exactly the opposite of the name of the bill. Safer streets for all, safer streets for gang-controlled prostitutes. It could be that our friends who believe that America is the Babylon, the great of the end times, are actually correct. Topic number two, the sound of money blowing away. Mounting financial losses in the wind energy industry over the last few months. Putting a dent in President Biden's plans to achieve green energy goals. Ever since the Obama administration, the federal government's been pouring billions of dollars into projects to meet these environmental goals, only to see the projects, the companies, going belly up. The most infamous, of course, was Solyndra. You might remember them from back in 2009. The Obama administration co-signed a $535 billion million dollar loan, half a billion dollars, to uh, the solar panel startup Solyndra, which went out of business two years later, laying off 1,100 workers. That's just the most obvious. There are many others that have similarly soaked up hundreds of millions of taxpayer dollars only to go bankrupt. Uh, Bloomberg reported in August that during a conference call with analysts, General Electric's CEO said the company's offshore wind operations expect to lose about a billion dollars this year. German turbine manufacturer Siemens Energy, another giant company, is expecting a $5 billion net loss this year company and talks with the German government for about $16 billion in guarantees to keep them afloat. Chinese wind turbine maker Xinjiang, Goldwind Science and Technology, net income of $1.28 million in the third quarter of this year. That's down 98% from a year ago. Guess what that means? Federal bailouts. You can smell them coming on the wind. Coming up, The epitome of art in the 21st century. (laughs) Five-year-olds could have done it. I'll explain next on 5 and 10. Well, ladies and gentlemen, we want to make sure you know how you can get your copy of this incredible new book in the Before Genesis Master Collection. When you order the Before Genesis Master Collection from the skywatchtvstore.com, you'll receive the brand new book, Before Genesis, The Unauthorized History of Tohu, Bohu and the Chaos Dragon in the Land Before Time by Dr. Thomas Horn and Donna Howell. In this phenomenal new work, you'll learn about the debate raging between the old earth and the young earth creationist groups, what the earth was like during the without form and void era of Genesis 1-2, how ancient archaeological sites like Gobekli Tepe and the doorway of the serpent point to an intelligent race of beings on earth alive before the time of Adam and under Lucifer's fallen influence. And for the first time ever, the conclusion to the events of Genesis that merges all contributing voices from not only the young and old creationist groups, but the scientific community as well into one balanced and agreeable climax. But that's not all. You'll also receive the amazing DVD, What Lies Beneath, The Lost Secrets of the Watchers Below Gobekli Tepe, featuring archaeologist and author Dr. Aaron Judkins and best-selling author Derek Gilbert as they reveal Gobekli Tepe's historical use as a place of watchers' worship. 
the evidence of a cult that venerated human skulls and reptilian creators, and the links between the god of Gobekli Tepe and the Bible. Also included in this must-have master collection are the digital, downloadable ebook versions of the Earth's earliest ages, unearthing the lost world of the Cloud Eaters and the Apocrypha, including the Book of Enoch. These three masterpiece works will be available for download immediately when you place your order for the Before Genesis Master Collection and are being included in this offer absolutely free. All of these items hold a retail value of over $85. Yours now for your donation of only $35 plus shipping and handling. So don't delay. You can scan the QR code on your screen using the camera app on your phone for instant access to this special opportunity. You can also visit us at skywatchtvstore.com or call 1-844-750-4985 and ask for the Before Genesis Master Collection right now. Item number one today, Vienna, what has happened to you? Vienna, Austria has been hugely influential on Western art and culture. I mean, Mozart, I mean, the architecture of Vienna. Vienna is, has got beautiful fountains all over the city. Here are just a couple of examples here. Just stunning, stunningly beautiful artwork. Uh, and uh, architecture, engineering to create these beautiful fountains all over the city of Vienna. But here we are in 2023. We have finally reached what we are supposed to believe is the epitome, the creme de la creme of artistic sophistication. So I give you, behold, the newest of Vienna's famed fountains. (laughs) Seriously. (laughs) This water feature consists of 33, 33 figures. Hmm, important Freemasonic number. Anyway, uh, diameter of seven and a half meters. According to the city of Vienna, this project cost the city 1.8 million euros. That's about $2 million US. Two million bucks for Play-Doh art. Western civilization is so doomed. This week on Skywatch TV, the sixth and final week of our six-week investigative series into the new book, Before Genesis, by Donna Howell. This is the uh, last series of programs that uh, Dr. Tom Horn filmed with us in the Skywatch TV studio. If you've not seen the previous five weeks leading up to this week, please go back and check them out in the archives. You'll find this program and all of our archives at skywatchtv.com. All of our content is always there. You'll also find it at uh, our Apple TV and Roku channels. If you have a set-top box, make sure you've got the, the uh, Skywatch TV channel for that. You can also watch it right now, YouTube channel, at Skywatch TV Now. That's the channel for the main Skywatch TV program. You can also catch it at our Rumble channel. All of our video content is there, rumble.com slash skywatchtv. But best of all, the smart thing to do is to download our free mobile app to your smartphone or tablet. Why? Because it bypasses the gatekeepers of big tech. Yes, this comes directly from the servers of a Christian company that developed the app for us right to your device. And uh, you can use Apple's AirPlay or Google's Chromecast to send it right to your smart TV. 
Um, you can also use other features like the, uh, the Bible with multiple translations, an audio Bible, no less, calendar of upcoming events, and more right in the palm of your hand, whether it's iOS, Android, or Amazon Kindle Fire device. And to make it easy to find the app you need, we've got links to all of their app stores at skywatchtv.com. Thank you for watching as we keep watch. I'm Derek Gilbert, and this is 5 in 10 from Skywatch TV.